Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. You don't have to have a Russian champion to win a Super Bowl. But Emmett was the first one to do it. And that's one of the dilemmas at running back. You can win Super Bowls and not have the Emmett Smith back there or not have Zeke back there. Consequently, when we are looking and putting Zeke's contract in place, we've got to realize that the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. And so you've got to do all of the things along with having Zeke that allow you to have other players so that you can win the Super Bowl. Jerry Jones explaining why the Cowboys don't need a rushing champ to win the Super Bowl, why they shouldn't back up a Brinks truck for Ezekiel Elliott because they got to sign their star quarterback and their star receiver too. So they go out and get Alfred Morris. Insurance policy in case Ezekiel Elliott's still holding out. Well, the problem there is they don't have a star quarterback. They're going to pay him like he's one. Pay him whatever they want, but they still don't have one. Dolphins fired their offensive line coach, Pat Flaherty. This is a weird time to be changing coaches, PK. A week into camp, he's out. Well, if you're going to do it, this is actually the best time. Better than letting him mess up the first three games and then doing it? Sure. Would have been better to do it back in, I don't know, January or February. But Le'Veon Bell tweeted out an apology to all the fans who play fantasy football who drafted him, and then he sat out the entire season. It's long overdue, but I want to take a moment to apologize to all the fantasy owners who picked me last year. Sorry I couldn't pull through for y'all, but trust me, she was about to be way different. I'm bringing it. Well, in this world in which we live, are we allowed them allowed to call them fantasy owners? Ah, fantasy governors. Because that's that has all sorts of implications that I'm very, very uncomfortable with. I think you're being sarcastic now. You gonna come clean on whether you're being sarcastic or not? I take offense to you even putting me on the spot to come clean. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, look at this. An SEC team's gonna leave the old SEC conference footprint and go play a big game. That doesn't happen very often, but Alabama's gonna do it. They signed a home and home with Wisconsin. They're not going to do it for another five years, but they're going to do it in 2024. They're going to Madison. They'll hear jump around. They'll play the Badgers. Well, I think the real news there is that we know when Nick Saban will there be retired. There it is. He's going to retire. Yeah. yeah, you can do it. I don't want to do it, but you can do it. Right, because he'll be in his 70s then. Return games in Tuscaloosa in 2025, so the TV networks can... Uh, Lick their chops over that big early season game. Have you ever licked your chops? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm, Doing it right now. You don't lick your chops when you see that Thanksgiving table? It's all set with all the goodies? Oh, yeah. No, I don't lick my own chops, no. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. You're going to have to explain this to me, PK. Why? Utah Jazz have reportedly signed Forge Juan Morgan to a, an Exhibit 10 deal, uh-huh. and he'll join the team for training camp this fall. Yeah. What happened to Exhibit 1 through 9? 
well, they've already done that. They signed Mitchell to Exhibit 1, Gobert to Exhibit 2, Conley to Exhibit 3, Ingles to Exhibit 4. Follow along here. Well, then shouldn't he be like Exhibit 14 or 15? No. They've signed a bunch of guys. Yeah, but once you... they got multiple Exhibit 8s? Once you get past 9, once you reach double digits, it's like infinity. It's all the same number. Really? Yes. Huh. Like rule five in baseball, you, you could have <laughs> rule five. Ten of them. So you can have you can have a lot of exhibit tens. Uh huh. Yeah. Now, if you start to get an exhibit A, then that's a whole other ball game. He's out of uh, Indiana. He's six eight. Played for the Jazz during the summer leagues uh, in Salt Lake and Vegas. You already so. said that. No, I didn't see that. I didn't say that part. Yes, you did. Really? I don't think I did. <laughs> I thought I stopped at training camp. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm confused by the whole Exhibit 10 thing. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. So we've got a chance here to rebrand the Los Angeles Clippers. Owner Steve Ballmer has a uh, drawings, yep. renderings of a fancy new arena in Inglewood, not far from the Forum, not far from where the uh, Rams are building their new stadium. And he says, we have a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to really step our identity up another level. I don't anticipate making a change, but we have a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and that's the kind of thing you somehow do in consultation with your fans. So you're going to rebrand them, get rid of all that Clipper baggage, all that, uh, you know, the bad teams of the uh, of yesteryear get a whole new sleek image. I think they already have. Dropped a lot of that baggage. We don't giggle at them the way we used to, that's for sure. Not at all, no. I think that's well in the past, but if they want a new arena and he's going to finance it, yeah, how about it? That, that would be a major step in getting out from under the Laker identity. He's going to uh, spend about a, a billion dollars on the arena, give or take a few hundred million. And he's worth about $20 billion. So, hey, it's good to have toys. It's good to have a really big billion-dollar sandbox. So let's see if he rebrands at the same time. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. So Donnie Tillman, the former Utah forward, there are multiple reports out that he is going to continue his uh, college career at UNLV. Uh-huh. We heard he was going to sit out this coming season, help his ailing mom, enter the NCAA transfer portal, seek a new program. He looked at programs all over the country, and he's going to be a Rebel. He's expected to receive a, a waiver so that maybe he can play for those Rebels immediately. You get the waiver, you don't have to sit out of here. Well, is he expected to receive it or seek? It says he's expected to receive it. Well, then it wouldn't be maybe, because if he receives it, he'll play. That's according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Sam Gordon. Sammy G. Be in uniform this year. Yeah, that's a major blow to Utah, but they've become a feeder program, basically. Guys go in, they play a year or two, they transfer off somewhere else. Yeah, they're like a prep school. It's happened again and again. And here's one more. Yeah, and he's their best player. And Now they've got a freakish, well, they were already a young roster, but this just makes it younger. They'll be playing a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. That's great. But there's no guarantee that they'll be at Utah when they're juniors and seniors. DJ and PK. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, Back whoa, up whoa. The train. Just because he doesn't have it there doesn't mean we don't talk about what it. What would you like to talk about? I mean, since we're on college basketball, yeah. Look out. 
I'm looking. Where are we going? Bobby Hurley treating treating oh, yes. forks up. Marcus They're, Bagley. Be quiet. Shut your mouth. You had your chance. You could have put it on the list. Doug Tomorrow, their sports information director, tweets out, Good day for ASU. Oops. Rules prevent me from saying why. <laughs> there ain't no rules to control me. You're ruleless. You've heard of Marvin Bagley. His younger brother, Marcus, has committed to be a Sunday. And this might be the reason why it's, I have no idea if the kid can play. I mean, he's got good bloodlines. His brother is very good in the NBA. He has potential to be really good. Just finished his rookie year. Grandfather, Joe Caldwell, played in the NBA. But he chose the Devils, and I, I think literally this might be the first one. Maybe not. But he chose the Devils over Cal and Arizona. Not every day you beat out the Cats for a four-star. No, I, I don't know that it's ever been done. Because obviously Arizona's program has been 100 times superior to what's been going on. But you're running out of money at some point. I mean, U of A can't pay everybody. They're on a salary cap restrictions. There it is. Bear down payment. See what you did there. <laughs> He's not as big as his brother. His brother's more in the 6'10, 6'11 range. I think this young fellow is 6'8 ish. He played up in Sacramento high school ball. They moved up there, the family. Didn't he move with his brother when he got drafted? Yeah, I think the family moved there, yeah. He's from the Phoenix area. Back to the heat. Playing the winter, though. Sweet. That's where you want to be in the winter. So you're going to be an ASU basketball fan now? Is that going to surpass football or baseball? No, but if they win, I'll pay attention. That does help. <laughs> That's up to them. They determine my fandom, not me. <laughs> Whereas football and baseball, I'm in either way. No matter what. Yes. Certainly football. Baseball, not as much because you don't get as much info being here as when I was down there. And when I was down there, there were no Diamondbacks. So they were it. I had literally had season tickets as a kid. It was a big, big deal for me. Uh, but that's changed dramatically through my uh, growing up and leaving and, and uh, the Diamondbacks there and all that stuff. ASU football hasn't changed. That's Even with the Cardinals there, that hasn't made a lick of a difference to me. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Hosmer swinging a line drive, well hit to right field. No chance this ball is gone. A two-run blast for Eric Hosmer. Puts the Padres on top, 4-1. to one. Here's another no-doubter. Right down the right field line. If it's fair, it's gone, and it is gone. A three-run blast for Eric Hosmer. His second home run of the evening, and that spreads the Padres' lead to 8-1. to one. Good to have the Orioles in town, PK. Oh, yeah, that game started out. I was, I was on uh, MLB Network. It was. I flicked over there. Yeah. And the first two batters for the Padres went deep. Got a lot of home run hitters on that team. Haven't been able to say that for a while. Tatiste is a future MVP. He is just as exciting as can be as a young ball player. And he is a very young ball player. Uh, 
but he just looks like, uh, provided he keeps his head on straight and you know, all the things you need to do, he just looks like a, a superstar in the making, for sure. And and he came advertised as being a, all of that, yeah. And now it seems to all be working out. At, at just such a young, young age. Yeah. They had a uh, thing on Twitter, one of the guys who covers the team put it out last night about, you know, stolen bases aren't nearly as important as they used to be with everybody hitting home runs, but still there's some alert to, you know, being in the 2020 club or the 3030 club, and he's not to 2020 yet. But they had a list of big name rookies who had more uh, homers and stolen bases than him. You had to have more of both, and there were only like uh, six or seven guys on the list. And he looks like he's going to catch most of the list in August, let alone by the end of the season in September. And the one guy on the list he's not going to get anywhere near is Mike Trout. <laughs> Trout had awesome numbers. Yeah, he also, oh, Tatis missed a big portion with uh, a leg injury. Yeah, I think it was hamstring. But his number's still awesome. And the Orioles are terrible, so, you know, get a little confidence and all that. The big dogs of the National League, the Dodgers and the Braves, with the two best records in the league, both got beat yesterday. Rockies pummeling the Dodgers 9-1. John Gray wins his 10th. David Dahl goes deep. The Dodgers lead a mere 14 games in the last. And they are six and a half games clear of everybody else in the National League. The next team is the Braves, who lead the Eastern Division by four and a half over the Nationals. And the Nationals tighten that up a little bit. Anthony Rendon, Rendon with a grand slam, and the Nationals win 6-3. to three. Care about anything else you saw yesterday? In life? In the major leagues. I didn't see anything else. Okay. Bees open a series against Oklahoma City. The Dodgers. Tonight, 7 o'clock, Smith's Ballpark. Get tickets at SOBs.com and listen to the game here on the Zone Sports Network. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Sports Jeopardy at 8.30. Greg Rebell, play-by-play voice of the Cougars at 9 o'clock. We've got a question out for you Ute fans, and we'll get to that next. There are high expectations. You're the overwhelming pick in the South. You're still the pick to win the conference, although it's tied over Oregon and Washington. But is that going to put a little uh, a little pressure, this all-or-nothing thing? You're going to be able to enjoy each game and think, hey, we won that game. Or your eyes on the big picture and you just can't mess it up. Puts a whole different feel on the season. We'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.